Omega Man Radio has been commissioned to invade deep into enemy territory, drive out the hosts of hell, and take back the land. Our mission is to preach Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who is the only name written under heaven by which men might be saved. Cast out demons and pray for the sick that they may be healed in Jesus' name. If this program is a blessing to you and you would like to take part in this harvest of men's souls, join with us and attack the hosts of hell by donating any amount online at www.omegamanradio.com. Are you ready? Ready to take a ride? Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. If you listen, we can hear God's plan. Because the show is about to begin. You're listening. You're listening to the Omega Man Radio Network. Brother Joseph, good afternoon to you, my friend. How are you doing? I'm doing all right, buddy. Everybody, welcome aboard. Hey, we're excited to be here on Wednesday, June 14th, 2023, with Pastor Joseph Ferrara from Port St. Lucie, Florida. Brother Joseph, you want to open us in prayer? Sure. Love you guys. Father, in the name of Jesus, uh, we love you today. We thank you for the anointing of the Holy Spirit upon myself, Shannon, and this ministry, and all that are involved. We pray that you touch the satellite, O Lord God, continue to bring great uh, messages from that satellite down to the earth, O Lord, to save the multitudes of people in every nation, O Lord God. I pray, O Lord, uh, that you command the blessing today according to your word, that you pour out fresh oil upon us as we unify to do your will. Your will is to preach the gospel. Your will is to fulfill the great commission, O Lord God. And uh, we unify now, and your word says you will command the blessing. Lord, we pray for the poor and the needy. We pray for the sick and afflicted. We pray for the lame. We pray for the blind and the deaf. We pray, O Lord God, for mighty miracles, Lord, to be done in this message, Lord, that you preached. Father, we pray for your word to come forth in people's lives as they receive the word by faith and believe the word and the Holy Spirit will move on them and do what they believe with their faith. It just takes a grain of mustard seed to believe for great things with God. And God can remove mountains if you believe. God 
can get you through to the other side. Like he told his disciples, go to the other side. But a storm came. A storm came and Peter walked on water and he stepped out in faith and he had a great experience, but he doubted. And the Lord said, why do you doubt? And uh, that was a learning process for Peter. The rest of the disciples that saw the power of God of Jesus walking on water. Jesus has power over all the elements. He is God, he is Lord, he is King, and we worship him right now in the name of Jesus Christ. We bless his name. We pray for the uh, orphans that are many, many orphans throughout all the earth. We pray, Father, with your great mighty right hand that you would move on their behalf and bring much help for them, Lord, and for people to rear them in their lives, to feed them and teach them in the way that they should go according to the good Lord, Father God, that they will know you as the good Lord as they grow up because you have compassion on them. They're close to your heart and the widows. Lord, reign upon them, reign upon the suffering people that are suffering in this earth, Lord. We are so blessed here in the United States of America. We have our trials, we have our tribulations, we have our problems, but Lord, we are so blessed here, and we thank you that this is, nation was, was of you, and it's trying to be destroyed, Lord, and I pray that you take care of them, Lord. We put them in their, your hands. We pray for them that they will come to learn repentance and the love of God, and that, Lord, they uh, bring revival to them, oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. We worship you. We listen to what you're saying today. We sit at your feet, oh, Lord God, like Mary did, and she chose the best thing. She sat at your feet, and she listened to your word. We listen to you, Jesus, and what you're saying right now. We pray that you gather the people by your mighty right hand and bring them to hear this word. Those that are tuning in to hear this word, to hear your word, O oh Lord God, that brings faith, to hear your word that changes thoughts, to hear your word that changes hearts, to hear your word that moves the sick and afflicted. Lord, touch them today as we touch and agree. Lord, as we agree, Lord, as we agree together, you said the prayer of agreement that if it's your will, it is your will to do these great things now, Lord. We live in the time where you said we would do greater works in your name. And, Lord, we pray for greater works to be done now through this ministry, Father. Father, in this hour and the hours to come on uh, this uh, Omega Man ministry, Father, Lord, bless it and anoint it today. We be careful to preach the cross. We'll be careful to preach Jesus and to put our faith in Jesus Christ. Lord, we bless you. We uh, love you. We love you, Father, for your compassion for us and the great sacrifice that Jesus gave and that he pleased you, Lord, as the perfect sacrifice for us that we might be saved. We thank you, Lord. There's many out there that need to come. We ask that you uh, do your part, Lord, like you always do. 
by the power of the Holy Spirit as we preach, Lord, that you do your work, Lord, as we are co-workers with you in the vineyard. And we lift up Jesus and we give you all the glory and thanks. We enter into your gates with praise and thanksgiving. And we thank you for this day. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Amen. I'm in Matthew chapter 11. Matthew chapter 11, and we see uh, John the Baptist asks uh, Jesus a question. John the Baptist asks Jesus a question. Lord, we pray now that we come to you and we ask for the bread of life to be manifested through your word now. We ask for your blessing and your anointing upon this service. As we serve the people now with the word, Lord, we ask that many will come. We ask that many hungry souls will be fed, Lord, as they desire to hear the word of God, that they will be filled today, Lord, with what you give them from your word, fresh bread, fresh bread, Lord God, that they will eat now, fresh bread. We ask for your blessing upon this message, Lord God. As John the Baptist asked Jesus a question. In your name, Lord, amen. Matthew chapter 11, and it came to pass when Jesus had made an end of commanding his 12 disciples, he departed then to teach and to preach in their cities. So uh, if we look at, uh, at Mark, uh, just for a minute, Mark uh, chapter 1 and and uh, 2, we look at Mark chapter 1 and 2, we will see uh, how Jesus preached the gospel. He said uh, in verse 38 of Mark 1, Mark 1, 38, And he said unto them, Let us go into the next towns, that I may preach there also, for therefore came I forth. And he preached in their synagogues throughout all Galilee and cast out devils or demons. So you see that Jesus was evangelizing. Jesus was evangelizing. He was sent to the cities and the towns and the communities. He just didn't preach in one place. And his uh, disciples followed him. And he continued to start with 12 then he had 70, then he had 120, and then uh, we know that uh, in chapter 2, we see here in verse 2, and straightway many were gathered together insomuch that there was no room to receive them, no, not so much as about the door, and he preached the word unto them, he preached the word unto them. Jesus preached the word unto them. This was his house. This was his house in Capernaum. And they couldn't fit any more in the house. The house was packed. And they had to go up to the roof and break open the roof and bring their friend down. And he laid before Jesus and they had compassion, and Jesus saw their faith, and he said, Thy sins are forgiven thee. And the religious leaders had a very difficult time 
because only God can forgive sins. But here you see Jesus Christ talking that he is the Messiah. The only one that can forgive sins is God. Jesus is saying, I am God. I am God. That's what he is saying there. I am the Messiah. Just like in Isaiah 61. Let's go now to Isaiah 61. Keep your hand in Matthew 11. We will return there. Let's go to Isaiah 61, which Jesus read out of Luke 4.18. When he was told to read, this is what he read when he went in to uh, the temple in Nazareth, which was his custom in those days. And they uh, were given the scroll to read the word to the congregation. And uh, this is what Jesus read in Isaiah 61. Isaiah 61. Thank you, Lord. Isaiah 61. This turns into Luke chapter 418. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord hath anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. So the anointing is for the Messiah. He is the anointed one. He is the Messiah, Jesus the Christ. Christ means the Messiah, the Messiah, the anointed one that the Jews have been waiting for thousands of years. And here he is given the scroll to read this scripture. He just didn't pick up any scroll. He was handed a scroll, and this was the scripture that they gave him. And then he said, he had sent me to bind up the brokenhearted. All of you that uh, are brokenhearted, this is for you today. And he came to proclaim liberty to the captives. Okay? In other words, Satan does not have to have dominion over you. Sin does not have to have dominion over you. And God will set you free from any bondage that you're in. Many of you might be in an alley, like in Brooklyn, shooting a needle in your arm. Uh, many of you might be uh, in bondage to the terrible addiction of alcohol. Many of you might be, uh, uh, for example, uh, addicted to a life of sin that is so, so strong that uh, you, what you do, Jesus can set you free. Jesus can break the bonds. Jesus can break the chains and the feathers. No matter what you have in your life, he has the power to do that. And this is what he's reading, that the Messiah will come that way. And if you look at Isaiah 35, and, and uh, these are the signs that will follow the Messiah. He came to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to them that are bound. 
Many are in prison mentally. Many people are in prison mentally and they're oppressed in their minds and the anointing of the Holy Ghost will destroy the yoke and set the captives free when they make Jesus their Messiah, when they make Jesus their Savior. Yeshua will set them free to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. This is the time to get saved. This is the appointed time of grace. This is all the scriptures that Jesus was preached and preached about, and this is the one that he read when he went into the scroll and uh, picked up the scroll from the man uh, in, in, the, in the Bible. In Luke 4.18, it says, and the thing about it was that he sat down in a seat that was uh, for the Messiah, that only Messiah could sit at this seat. And when Jesus sat down on that seat, then everybody knew. Everybody knew what he was saying, that he was the Messiah. Listen, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. I am the way, the truth, and the life. I am the bread of life. I am the living water. I am the resurrection and the life. I was dead, but I'm alive forevermore. I am the Christ. I am God. Pilate asked him, and he told him, yes, I am. You say that I am. Yes, I am. I am God. I am the Lord. Jesus proclaimed and women in this earth on who he was. He did not hold back from anybody. When it was the Father's will, he spoke what the Father told him to say to people. Now, when John heard in prison the works of Christ, we go back now to Matthew 11, when God was moving here in this situation, as the disciples were getting stirred up, John, and he heard in prison the works of Christ. Now, you got to figure here, you got to think about this in your mind, what John was going through. You know, John um, um, told the king that he uh, that was committing adultery with his brother's wife, and he was thrown in jail and in prison. And uh, prison was no uh, place like today, like the prisons of today. No place like that today. It was a terrible place to be in, and uh, John was there. And you have to think that John uh, went through tremendous, tremendous uh, uh, um, great glory in the spirit when he preached about the coming of the Messiah. He was the one that went, was born six months before Jesus. And he was the one that went before Jesus to tell the people that the Messiah is coming. He was the one that baptized Jesus Christ in the river. 
He was the one that saw the Spirit of God ascend, descend upon Jesus like a dove. And the anointing came upon him, and he went out to do great works. He was the one that heard Jesus. He was the one that knew the scriptures and heard these from a boy, from his mother, as he grew up in that home, Lord, that they were uh, related to Mary, Mary and Martha. And uh, so here you see Jesus being asked a question uh, by John, after John is thinking in his mind what's going on. And uh, there's a lot of evil spirits in that jail, and there's a lot of persecution that John was probably receiving from the other inmates. And uh, John was was crying out to God as he was in that prison after he had great experiences with the Spirit of God that came upon him. The Spirit of Elijah was upon him with power. Even though he never did a miracle, the greatest miracles that were done by John was that he opened up the gates of the kingdom of God and many started to come into the kingdom of God from the preaching of John the Baptist. And here he asks a question. Tells his disciples when he heard about the works of Christ he sent two of his disciples and said unto him, Art thou he that should come, or do we look for another? In other words, are you really the Christ? Are you really the Messiah? Or do you, we look for another? Here's John the Baptist that was in the womb, excuse me, I said Martha before, that was Elizabeth, that was in the womb of Elizabeth, and when Mary and Elizabeth met, they both were pregnant, and John was in Elizabeth's womb, and when he came to the womb of Mary, he leaped in the womb. He was filled with the Holy Spirit from the womb. This is John the Baptist here. He said unto him, Art thou he that should come? Or do we look for another? Or do we look for another? He's the one that cried out, Jesus Christ, the Messiah, that taketh away the sins of the world. He has come. He's the one that proclaimed these great messages as the people came out and they heard him preach. Art thou he that should come? Or do we look for another? 
The disciples told Jesus that, and Jesus said this. Go and show John again. Go and show John again those things which you do hear and you do see. The blind receive their sight. The lame walk. The lepers are cleansed. The deaf hear. The dead are raised up. And the poor have the gospel preached to them. And blessed is he whosoever shall not be offended in me. We must be totally, totally in love with Jesus. Totally in love with Jesus. Jesus said, for the terms of discipleship, if you love your father, if you love your mother, if you love your brother, if you love your sister, if you love your wife, if you love your children, if you love your relatives, if you love anything and put it before me, you cannot be my disciple. A disciple is one that is totally in love with Jesus. The salt of the earth. It doesn't mean that we don't like our wife or love our wife or love our children, that we hate our children or our relatives or friends. No. Because he preached love. These are the greatest commandments. To love your neighbor and love God. What he is saying is, your loyalty must be to me. First. First. You can't be more loyal to them than to me and my work, or else you cannot be my disciple. These are some serious disciples here that have seen the miracles of God, that have seen the power of God, that people were so astonished at the miracles and the signs and the wonders. The wonders, you know what a wonder is? A wonder is something that makes you wonder. Their minds were blown by Jesus. They actually called him a devil. They accused him of being crazy. That's how sold out Jesus was to the will of his father. 
He preached love. These were the signs that are in Isaiah 35, 5, and 6. Already written. How he would come and what he would do. These are the signs in Isaiah 61. Of what he would do when he came. He preaches it right back to John the Baptist who heard it. I'm sure... The blind received their sight, John. The lame walk, the lepers are cleansed. The deaf are raised up. The poor have the gospel preached to them. And blessed is he, whosoever shall not be offended in me. Totally in love with Jesus. No matter what. No matter what. He's in prison. And he's going through this experience. John. John, who Jesus goes on to brag about. And says he was the greatest prophet. He came in the spirit of Elijah. Who did you come to see? A reed blowing in the wind? John the Baptist stood firm. And he came in a way where they criticized him too. Jesus did not spare any words. He got right to the point. He didn't let what was going on bother him because he was anointed to do these works with his father. And he preached the truth to John. He preached the truth to the disciples. Tell John that I am he and I have not stopped and I continue to do great works for the people. It's the people. It's the people that he was sent to and he had great compassion on the people. There's many people out there right now that need Jesus. There's many people out there that need a miracle. And many people out there that cannot walk or they're lame in some way. Many people out there that might not be able to see. Or have cancer. Or are poor. So poor they don't even have fresh water to drink. And they're hearing the word of God. Mix it with faith. And believe him. Believe Jesus. 
because he hasn't changed. Hebrews 13.8, he's the same yesterday, he's the same today, he's the same forever, he has not changed. The same works that he did back then, he has not changed. The same works he's doing today. Lift up your hands and praise the Lord and give him praise. Lift up your hands to heaven and receive from the Lord. Tell the Lord what you desire today. Tell the Lord what your affliction is and your suffering today. Because this is what he came to do. And he's the same today. And he will do it for you. If you believe. All you need is faith. As a grain of mustard seed. Jesus didn't mix words. How John. I'm sure John was shaken in his inward parts and the Holy Ghost leaped in his heart as he heard this from his disciples. And how much he wanted to get out of that prison and go out there with Jesus and do great works with Jesus and preach Jesus Christ to the people but now he's contained in a prison. And all he can do is cry out to God and preach the word in prison so everybody hears it. And they'll come and beat him and beat him and beat him. Eventually, John the Baptist got his head cut off and The king let that woman get her desire and they cut his head off for preaching the word, for preaching righteousness. That's what happened to John the Baptist. This is real. This is real today. Things are happening today that you would never think in the United States of America that Christians are being persecuted. Christians! Christians that believe in the living God are being persecuted for their faith. And all kinds of things coming against them. But it was written, Jesus said, if they hated me, they will hate you. But we can't get offended. We can't uh, think that it's a strange thing when our brother is being put in jail for the preaching of the gospel. It is written. This is a disciple. This is a true disciple. 
that has been put in jail for preaching the word. If you look on YouTube, you'll see it on there. Cops arresting a man for preaching the gospel in the street. Good news. Good news being preached. That's just a little thing. We have to settle in our hearts what's really going on in the United States of America. We want to set people free and they want to take our freedoms away. Politically, spiritually, and even the law. The laws now are being changed. And it's not right. It's not justice. And that is one of the foundations of the United States of America is what the American flag stands for. One man said, give me liberty or give me death. Preach the word. That's what Jesus was saying. I'm preaching the word, John. And as I preach the word, signs and wonders and miracles are happening, just like it was written about me in the Old Testament. I continue to do it. That's what Jesus told Herod the king. Jesus called him a fox. You tell that fox that I'm bringing people the gospel and I'm healing them. Righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a reproof. If there's anybody out there today that is sick and afflicted, that is blind, that is lame, that has a disease like cancer or leprosy or death, and there even Jesus Christ can raise the dead, and the poor have the gospel preached to them. Many of you that are poor, if you believe in Jesus Christ and put your faith in him, he can do great things in your life. 
All of you that want Jesus, I give the altar call now. I feel the message is out. I feel the Holy Spirit wants to work. I can't see anybody out there, but I know that there are many people out there that are sick and afflicted. And if you put your faith in what Jesus did for the, at the cross for you, you can receive these great works in your life as you believe. It is time. It is the appointed time. Let's pray right now. Pray this prayer with me. Just say, Father, you say it. I'll help you. Just say, Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus, and I believe what Jesus Christ did for me on the cross. I believe that he rose again from the dead. I believe that he's sitting on the right hand of the Father in heaven. I believe that. And I come to him right now, and I ask him to forgive me of all my sins. I am a sinner. I turn from my sins, and I ask for mercy. I believe that Jesus died, and I believe he rose again. And right now, I stand before you, Father, by faith, and I say the prayer. I say the prayer to you right now. I say my confession of faith right now. And I ask Jesus Christ to come in my heart and to be my Lord and to be my Savior. All of you that have said that prayer, just praise the Lord now. Just praise the Lord. Just thank the Lord that Jesus has come in your heart. The Holy Spirit has come in your heart. The Father has come in your heart. And you are a born-again Christian and uh, receive from the Lord right now as he pours out his spirit. As he pours out his spirit, as you've heard the word, receive from him. Ask him what you want right now. Ask him what you desire right now. There was a man in the Bible, and Jesus said, what do you want? He said that I receive my sight. And Jesus said, go, your faith has made you whole. And he received his sight. There is nothing too hard for the Lord. Is there anything too hard for me, Jesus said. He did a great miracle. A great miracle for Abraham and Sarah. And gave them a son. And they were 190, and he gave them a son, a great miracle. And not only that, but Abraham got married again when Sarah went to heaven and then had more children. Miraculous, the almighty God. We're talking about an almighty God here.
and almighty God. Hallelujah. We give him praise now for what he's doing. As the Holy Spirit is coming upon the face of the earth. We give him praise where the people are. Where the people are, we give them praise in Psalm 118, verse 14, it says, The Lord is my strength and song, and has become my salvation, the voice of rejoicing, and salvation is in the tabernacles of the righteous. The right hand of the Lord doeth valiantly. The right hand of the Lord is exalted. The right hand of the Lord do it valiantly. I shall not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We praise you, Jesus. We praise you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. Move on the people, Lord. Move on the multitudes of people. Move on the brokenhearted, Lord. You know how broken people are, Father. You know their hearts are broken. You know, Lord, we ask now that you heal their hearts, that you mend the brokenhearted, that you minister to the poor, that you provide for the poor and make a way for them to receive the things of life, Father, that they might live. You haven't seen the righteous forsaken nor a seed begging bread. Oh, Lord God, we pray for those that persecute them, Father. We pray for people that persecute them. We pray for people that persecute the poor, Father God, and the needy. We pray that you bring them to repentance, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, that you move on the leaders of this world. And bring them to repentance, Father. That you bring them to repentance. Show your mighty right hand, Father God, on the people today. Do great works, Father. Be glorified today in the people today. My heart goes out, Lord. My heart goes out with great compassion. Great compassion, O oh Lord God. I remember, Father God, in the name of Jesus, as it comes back to me, when I was pastoring that church up in Rochester, New York, and we had a guy next door that lived next to us. His name was Sammy. And Sammy was uh, about in his 50s or early 60s. And uh, he was Italian, and he would uh, drink too much wine. He would make the wine and he would drink the wine and he'd come into church and he'd sit and he'd listen to the message. And when he left church, he left church preaching and he was sober and he'd be preaching to everybody in the church. And one day he came and he knocked on the church door. He came to the side door, the glass door, and he rang the bell. And I was living upstairs, and I came downstairs, and I went to the door, and there's Sammy. And his hand is all uh, all burnt, all burnt from gasoline. And he was cutting the grass next door, cutting the grass in his lawn. Somehow the gasoline 
got poured on his hand and he lit the match and he, and it burnt up his hand. And I started crying. I had compassion. The compassion of God just went out of my heart. And I prayed for his hand. I laid hands on his hand in the name of Jesus. And the next day he came. And the next day he came and took the bandages off and he was healed. God healed his hand. And I felt the Holy Spirit in me. Coming out of me. Literally coming out of my heart. The compassion of God. And touched him. Touched that man. God wants to touch you today. God wants to touch you today. Just reach out. Just reach out and talk to him. Reach out and receive from him. Reach out and love him today. He loves you so much. He loves you so much that he gave his only son, his only son that was slaughtered on a cross, an old wooden splinter rugged cross that they put Jesus on and nailed him there and put crowns of thorns into his head and his feet, they put nails and they put a spear in his side and he hung them and he said, Father, forgive them for they don't know what they're doing. People don't know what they're doing about God and the things of God. They mock God. They make fun of God. They make fun of the things of God. They don't know God. They don't know God. And God said, Father, forgive them. They don't really know me. They don't really know me. Even though they saw all the signs, they didn't understand the love of God in my heart for them. They didn't understand the love that was in my father that put this love in my heart. that I could forgive them, Father. And Jesus forgave them and put them in his heart and prayed for them, Jew and Gentile, sinner and saint, and he prayed for them while he hung on the cross. God loves you so much. He suffered what we suffer and a lot more. And he was tempted in every way that we have been tempted. 
Jesus while he was on this earth. And he's not far from you. He's only a prayer away. So I pray that you were ministered to do today. I pray that you were blessed today by the word of God. Because Jesus continues to heal the sick. Jesus continues to raise the dead. Jesus continues to tell the people, Come unto me, all ye that labor, and I will give you rest. I will give you rest. I will give you peace. My peace I give unto you. I pray that you were blessed today, and I pray that people were healed and delivered and set free, that hearts were changed, that minds were changed, that people were born again, their names were written in the Lamb's Book of Life, and now tell the Lord in time, ask him to guide and lead you to a full gospel church where you can have a pastor that cares for your soul and that he will preach and teach so you can learn the word because God has a purpose for you. God has a work for you to do and to become his disciple and follow him. Follow him. Paul said, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is the power of God to the Jew, and to the Gentile. We love Jesus today. We thank God for Jesus. We thank God for his help today. We thank God for grace. We thank God for grace. The grace to do his will today has taken place so far. It's one o'clock. The grace of God is moving upon our hearts to do his will. To do his will. It's done. Amen. My part is done. Great word today, my friend. Powerful word. Amen. Brother Joseph, what do you want to title the message for the archive? John the Baptist asks about Jesus. Okay. John the Baptist asks about Jesus. Okay. My friend, um, what an honor to be here with you. It was a great word. And... Um, would you like to close us out in prayer today? Sure. Lord, it's an honor to be in uh, the presence, your presence, and the presence of believers with like faith. It is an honor. I count it an honor and a joy today to be on the air on Omega Man, and I give you thanks 
for the call of God on my life is being fulfilled only by God's grace. I can do nothing without you, and I give you all the glory and the honor. And uh, we love people, and we love God. And uh, I pray for this ministry that it will continue to reach many souls, many souls for Jesus. I pray that you continue to anoint Shannon and give him wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, Lord, as you anointed and appointed him to do this great work that is reaching the world. Bless him, I pray. Bless, the, bless his wife and children. Lord, I pray that you bless the people out there that heard the word today. Lord, bless them real good, Lord, that they'll never forget this day. We give you all the glory, Jesus, until next time. We love you. Amen. Amen. My friend, thank you very much for coming on today. We love you, and we'll see you next time. Okay, buddy. God bless you. Love you, buddy. Love okay, you, too. Okay, bye-bye. Friends, that was Pastor Joseph Ferrara. We're going to take just a short break. I'm going to reset MixLR so you want to refresh it. Coming up next, first time ever on a Mega Man Radio, I'm going to be excited to bring to you Tom Dunn. Okay, he's a filmmaker. Uh, produced a movie called Detestable. Worked with the late Russ Dizdar for many years. And has a podcast they do in ministry called Through the Black. We'll be right back. <laughs> 